0: Hello and welcome to episode number 26 of Off The Block Swimming Podcast, Australia's number one swimming podcast. Thank you all for downloading our show today, wherever you are listening. I'm your host, Robbie Cox. Now, I've been promising it and it is finally here, our big arena competition giveaway, which is to celebrate the new partnership between Off The Block Swimming Podcast and Arena Australia. We are giving our lucky listeners a chance to win an arena back-to-swimming pack, which includes backpack, kickboard, and Cobra Core swipe racing goggles, all valued at $250. Now, all you have to do is head to Instagram, make sure you're following Off The Block Swimming Podcast and Arena Australia, find the arena competition on our Off The Block's Insta page, and in the comments, you need to tag a friend, And tell us what has been your favorite episode of Off The Block since you started listening. And you're in the running to win the Arena Back to Swimming pack, which as I mentioned, is valued at $250. A great way to get back into the pool after coronavirus restrictions have been lifted in style with Arena. And if you missed how to do it, obviously you can scroll back to hear what I just said again. Or I will mention it again at the back end of the podcast so you do not miss out. For now, though, it's on to today's amazing guest, Dolphins team member, Brisbane backstroker, and the current 100-meter backstroke short course world record holder, Mina Atherton. I spoke to Mina a week or so ago and went through how she got into swimming, her career so far, the International Swimming League, and, of course, her phenomenal world record she set in the pool last year. So make sure your phone is charged. Set aside 30 minutes out of your day because ep 26 With Mean Atherton starts now. Away they go. No problems with the
1: start. There is two 100s in the second in it. Gary Hall Jr., the extrovert, and Ian Thorpe battling it out down the pool. Thorpe is starting to go away from
0: him. Oh, he's throwing him away now. Thorpe's gone more than a meter on Vanderhoof than hand. But the sinister of all eyes is the great Baton Butterfly, Susie O'Neill is coming back. Oh, he surely can't do it to him again. Chapman the white hats, Morton the black hats, and Morton's bullets. Well I cannot believe he's done that. Horton front, the hall, Horton goes in. Australia win. Joining us today on the show is a woman who set the world alight in the pool during the season one of International Swimming League last year, when she broke the 100 meter backstroke short course world record and went 54.89. Adding to her already massive year last year on the senior team for the World Championships in South Korea, she finished with three medals, which was a massive effort, including an individual in the 100-metre backstroke. It's a massive welcome to Off the Block Swimming Podcast to Miss Mina Atherton. Mina, how are you going?
1: I'm good, thanks. How are you?
0: I'm not too bad. I can't complain today. Um, It's a little bit fresh, though, in in Sydney, and that's, that's where I'm coming to you from today. What about yourself? Where have we caught you today?
1: I'm um, in Brisbane. It's not not too cold up here yet, but yeah, mornings have been pretty cold.
0: There is no real winter in Brisbane though, is there? I lived there for about four years and, and winter was my favourite time of the year because it's not really winter.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. It's just a bit of a chill, but yeah, not too bad.
0: How do you deal with the cold? Are you someone who prefers the, the summer and the heat?
1: Oh, no, I love the cold. I like oh, rugging up.
0: It is the best, except for those yeah. mornings, but I guess... No, for me as a coach, I used to get to be able to put the jumper on and the tracksuit pants and have a hot coffee in my hands. So it was only uh, the swimmers that unfortunately had to endure the, the cold of the outdoor pool in winter. Yeah,
1: it's not too bad. I train indoors, so I've got it pretty good.
0: Now, mate, listen, I was speaking to Travis Marnie yesterday, and he mentioned that South Australian swimmers have been back in the pool for a few weeks now, training, with restrictions and, and protocols, of course, which is awesome for them and, and great initiative by South Australian government to be able to get those guys back in. And I see on Instagram today that uh, Emma McKeon is, is jumping back in her pool today. What about yourself? Um, you know, have you got much clarity on, on when you guys are allowed to get back in the pool at this stage?
1: Um, so we're not back in the pool just yet, but I think Queensland government have said, but on Friday that pools are able to have ten people in, so we should be getting back into it with restrictions probably next week.
0: Nice. Are you uh, chomping at the bit to get back in?
1: Yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> I haven't swum for a while, but yeah. That's well, so what I
0: was going to ask. You know, with
1: all the training
0: in isolation, you know, what did that look like for you? So a lot of people, you know, some people managed to to get in some water and, and turn the arms over whether it was a backyard pool with a bungee or, or going to the beach you know what was that like for you was it purely home gym sessions
1: um so we asked um program have set up a zoom session every morning and every afternoon pretty much where we do um sessions with our gym coaches and they lead us for about 45 minutes to an hour um so that's our land work and then i do have a pool at home so i've been doing some of my own sessions but it's, my pool is not heated, so it's pretty it's pretty tough to get in
0: there. <laughs> did you have to get the wetsuit out, or did you did you just endure the the cold? Oh,
1: I don't have a wetsuit, so oh. I
0: had to endure it. Wow, that must have. Did you get a temp check on it? Do you know how cold it got to?
1: Uh, Yeah, I measured it last week.
0: It was 16 degrees. Wow. Okay. Nice ice bath. You are a lot tougher. Good recovery. Yeah, you wouldn't be getting me in that pool, that's for sure. (laughs) Mate, um, we got the news about Tokyo Olympics being pushed back, obviously, earlier in the year, and, you know, will take place next year in in 2021. What effect did that have on you mentally, and, and, you know, how did you handle the news with your coach?
1: Um, So I was sort of expecting them to push it back after, like, covid sort of blew up i guess but it's a little bit frustrating because we'd worked so hard last year and the beginning of this year but they made the right call in the end so just gives us more time to prepare
0: was it easy for you to to handle it that way and just go okay well gives us more time to prepare or you know did you have to sort of take a moment to reassess your goals and then think okay well you know it is another massive block of training to get ready for was it easy as easy as sorry just saying you know let's move up move forward
1: uh, well, I guess I couldn't really do much else. Like, I wasn't going to stop swimming or anything, so yeah. I just had to take it and do what I could to get through without training and everything like
0: that. Absolutely, mate. Well put. Now, let's move on from coronavirus because it, it bores me to tears and I'm sick of hearing about <laughs> it. And I apologise for bringing it up, but I just feel like it's topical. We, we do have to touch on it. Yeah, so good. I want to take you back to uh, you know the start of, of your swimming career. What are your earliest memories of, of being in the pool as a youngster?
1: Um, well, I didn't train until I was about 11, but I did swim in my pool at home with uh, probably my earliest memory would be sort of like racing my grandma at mm-hmm. my, one of my old houses. And yeah, she, we always swam against each other when she came to visit. Was, yeah. That's probably my earliest memory. Did she beat you? Oh, I think she let me be. <laughs> beat her. It's
0: <laughs> very nice of her. Now, I mean, yeah. did you have any uh, memories of uh, heroes growing up? Did you have anyone that you looked up to?
1: Um, I wasn't really invested in swimming, so I don't think I really did have anyone I looked up to greatly. I kind of just do my own thing and don't idolise anyone, I guess.
0: Well, you mentioned they obviously weren't too invested in swimming. Were you invested in any other sports? Was it netball or soccer or, um, you know, something to maybe surf lifesaver? Was it something outside of swimming?
1: Um, I sort of just did school sports and everything. So we had a school sport competition um, I think I did a bit of water polo and a little bit of soccer, but yeah, not really anything too intense like that. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Well, when did swimming start to take off for you? I mean, around what age and, and what sort of drew you to it, you know, the most? Was it the training? Was it competing? Was it being around your teammates and your coach?
1: Uh, so, yeah, in primary school, my P, I didn't really want to train at all, but my PE teacher said that I was doing quite well at interschool, inter school house carnivals and stuff like that so she suggested I start training and then in year six I think I came home and I decided that I wanted to train so I that's when I started and then my first major competition was school nationals in 2012 in Sydney Mm -hmm. and I did quite well there and I think that's probably when I started training more and then yeah just all went from there
0: Obviously, you're with Brisbane Grammar. Is that where you started and always have been? Or did you have a a junior club up there? I know, you know, being in Brisbane myself for four or five years, I know there's a lot of, um, you know, state school pools that, you know, six lanes, 25 meter uh, little pools. Did you start at a pool like that? Or was it always Brisbane Grammar for you?
1: Um, I trained at John Carew for about six months and then it flooded in the 2011 flood. So I moved Mm. to Grammar then.
0: Yeah, I'd, luckily enough, um, and unfortunately for everyone that, that went through those floods, yeah, we got up there um, a few years after that, so we didn't have to go through it, but what was that like for you? Uh, did you guys get affected by the floods, yourself, or your family, um, your I was, Yeah, I
1: was living on, in West End at the time, um, on the river, so we got flooded, but we were actually in Antarctica, so couldn't really do much about it, so our family helped us out then.
0: Wow, well, I've got to ask about Antarctica. How, how was that, man? How old were you when you went there?
1: Uh, 11. So, yeah, it was pretty cold. But, yeah, it was an amazing experience and I really enjoyed it.
0: Absolutely. Like, did you, did you just do anything while you are over there? I know you can get the big suits on and jump in the water or you see polar bears. Like, what sort of stuff did you get up to? Um, well, there's
1: no polar bears down there, but Isn't we saw a lot modern. of penguins. No, that's, that's the shows Arctic. Shows how much yeah. I know
0: about uh, <laughs> animals and <laughs> geographics.
1: <laughs> yeah. There so were quite a few penguins and we, like, just went exploring and everything like that is amazing scenery. And we got to jump in the water without a wetsuit. Ooh. So <laughs> I think I was in there for about five seconds
0: you would be thanking your lucky stars being in a backyard pool now after that experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> Mate, at, you know, one stage of your career that, you know, you were trying to make a, a national team or a junior team, which we'll get to in a second. Talk to me about some of the things that you had to change or, or look at before it all started to sort of click for you. I mean, was it sort of upping your sessions? Was it getting stuff right away from the pool in terms of, you know, nutrition or, or prehab type stuff?
1: Um, yeah. So towards like at the beginning of my career, I wasn't super into it. I sort of just did whatever. I didn't do a whole lot of sessions, and then as I began to get better, I upped my sessions and I became more serious about like prehab and everything. I didn't really like doing like doing all my <laughs> shoulder work, mm-hmm. but I guess like I've got to do it now because my shoulders are getting worth for wear. But yeah, at the beginning. I think I didn't realize
0: how important it was. You say that you've got to get into that sort of stuff now, make sure you're doing it and doing it properly. How long does it take you? So what does the prehab look like before you get in the pool? Is it 15 minutes, half an hour, 45 minutes?
1: Um, I think it depends how I'm feeling. Like In the morning, it's a bit longer than the afternoon. Um, So I do about 15 minutes' worth of shoulder work and then... Mm -hmm. A bit of thoracic rotation and just like stretching and triggering
0: a bit of activation sort of things like that yeah oh nice mate 2015 you make the australian team for you know the world junior championships in in singapore and you have a phenomenal meet you come away with six medals three of which are gold and you even tied i think the junior world record in the 100 backstroke what sort of confidence did that championships give you you know knowing that you you performed on an international stage and and you were one of the best
1: um, I think that competition was probably one of my favorite ones. Um, it was super fun. The team was amazing. I think like half the team from that year is now on the um, senior team. So, yeah, it was a great atmosphere and I really enjoyed racing it. And I just had a lot of fun. There wasn't a lot of pressure on me, so I think that I just went out and gave it my best shot.
0: Did you learn anything about yourself on that trip that you, you might not have already known? I mean, I'm sure this is, you'd been on a few trips around the world. We, we know that touching on Antarctica. But, you know, this was sort of, you know, your first big trip away on a team. Did you learn anything about yourself on that trip?
1: Um, just to have fun, I guess. You um, can't put too much pressure on yourself. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. So, yeah, you just go out, have fun, do your best. Hey,
0: 2016, you narrowly missed making the Olympic team for Rio. Now, I know at the time you were only 16, so you know you did really well in coming third, and you still, you know, had many years ahead of you. Is that the way you looked at it at the time? I mean, or you know, was that something you reflected on and, and used as fuel moving forward?
1: Um, yeah, obviously, I was still in year 11, so it. I was sort of balancing swimming and school, um, so I. I hoped to make the team, but when I didn't, it wasn't the end of the world. I still had things going on outside of swimming. And I just sort of just tried to move on and just um, work towards the next big thing. Um, that was year 12, I think, mm. at school. And then, yeah, Tom Games 2018, where I had a crack and almost didn't make it, but yeah. I did
0: in the end. <laughs> Mate, someone you spent a lot of time in the pool with, uh, you know, in training was Emily Seabom who's, you know, since moved programs. But, you know, what a treat for you to train alongside one of the greats of the sport. What was that like training with Em and, you know, what did you learn from her that's helped you, you know, and where you're at today?
1: Um, Yeah, Em's got a really good work ethic and I really enjoyed training with her. I think she moved to us in 2015 and so she was with us for about, three or four years, i um, not sure exactly, but yeah, I really enjoyed training with her and I was sad to see her go.
0: What's it like when you competed against her? Obviously now it's a little bit different, you're in different programs, but at the time when you were together, was it was it good fun and good banter, you know, competing against each other?
1: Um, yeah, I enjoyed racing her, like she's one of the best in the world and it was a great experience and just to train with her as well, was, yeah, we had a lot of fun.
0: Hey, 2018, as you touched on just before, another big year for you. You competed at the Commonwealth Games on the Gold Coast and then later in the year, World Short Course Champs in China. Firstly, I just want to touch on the the Comm Games. What was that experience like at home, you know, having your family and friends there watching you?
1: Oh, yeah, the crowd was amazing. It was a great home atmosphere. I think I learned that I'm not the best at swimming outdoors. But, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it was great fun. I loved it.
0: I think you should, thank you lucky stars, the weather, I mean, it was very hot at the time, but the weather was a lot better than uh, 2014, um, I've been talking to a, a few of the, you know, um, former stars lately, and they were saying that uh, the championships 2014, the, the wind was blowing the rain sideways, and uh, they, they yeah. could feel the, you know, uh, the wind pushing them back as they were swimming down the pool, so...
1: Yeah, I was there. That Yeah, I think um, I was on staging camp for 2014 Junior Pan Pack. Yeah. So we went along to watch everyone and it rained the night we were there. It was not the best weather. So I'm not sure how they managed to swim in it.
0: Yeah, outdoor swimming, outdoor racing, mate. It's, <laughs> it's a roll of the yeah. dice. It could be brilliant. And it, it could be like 2014. Now, <laughs> the yeah. world champs, uh, short course champs, sorry, in China later that year, you did quite well and you, you came away with three medals. Now, Given, as I mentioned before, that you are the current world short course record holder for the 100 Backstroke, it's clear that you enjoy racing short course. You know, what do you enjoy most about it and, and how have you used those extra turns to your advantage?
1: Um, yeah, I think my skills are probably one of my best assets in the pool. Um, I love my orders and just working as far as I can. So I think that's really important, especially in short course. Um, I think I just love short course because it seems to be well, it g- does go faster, but, yeah, it's just over
0: quicker, I guess. I was just watching um, not long before we started on YouTube, your, your 50 backstroke um, for one of the ISL swims. Um, yeah, and you smashed the turn and, you know, ripped the underwater and, and came home over the top. Is that something you still work hard on? And obviously not at the moment because we're not in the pool, but, you know, when you get back in the pool, obviously it's, it's something that you're very good at. Is that something you just keep working really hard on to stay really good at?
1: Yeah, I have to keep on top of it. You, otherwise, you lose fitness in your underwaters. But yeah, we do a lot of underwater work, especially Tuesday, Thursday mornings, which are our skill sessions. And we do a lot of like weighted resistance um, work. And I try to work as much as I can in my underwaters.
0: Mate, give us a little insight into, you know, how you put together a race plan with your coach, say around the 100-meter backstroke, just for all the youngsters listening out there who, you know, who working out you know how they do it i mean i'm sure it's not as simple as go hard on the way down and go harder on the way back so how do you and your coach go about putting together you know a race plan for the hundred back
1: i think it depends where i am in my training cycle, like what competition i'm at but yeah generally it pretty much is just for the hundred especially go out fast come back fast (laughs) (laughs) keep your rate high i guess yeah it's like 100 pretty much just max. Um, there is a little bit of skill to it, but yeah, you can't really do much more than max. All
0: right, I'll come at it from a different angle now. Is there much <laughs> difference between uh, a long course 100 and a short course 100 in terms of, you know, your turns, your underwater work? Does the race plan slightly change?
1: Um, yeah, well, short course is two extra turns, so you have to work your underwaters as much as you can because they're faster than on top of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's... Main, the main difference: is working underwater,s yeah, yep. and probably in the long course, it's probably just work your rate right in the last fifteen meters. I think. Hey,
0: two thousand and nineteen, you made the world champs in South Korea, and, and ends up being you know one of the biggest meets racing wise in a long time. It had a lot of records, had a lot of controversy, um, but it also had a lot of very fast racing. And you yourself, you know, you had somewhat of a breakout moment, coming away with three medals. Um, and, you know, some great swims. Firstly, individually, talk to me about, you know, the moment of getting the silver medal in the 100 backstroke.
1: Um, yeah, it was really exciting. I think watching it back, it was a really close finish. So, yeah, I was lucky to come away for the second. And, yeah, it was my first major international medal other than short course. So, yeah, I was really happy with how I swam.
0: You say the very close finish. Is that something you guys have to work really hard on in training, making sure you know repetition time after time after time you know your stroke count you get on the wall on a full stroke
1: um yeah we do a lot of work on the last five meters and just keeping your rate up so it doesn't drop too much and you drop back a little bit but yeah you have to work a lot on that and yeah just keep it up
0: mate talk to me about now the the relays that you're a part of and especially the IM relay with the girls um you know jess hanson emma mckeon kate campbell i think you guys got a silver medal there how was that experience for you
1: yeah, the 4 by one IM was on the last night of the meet and it was our last race. So we just went out, had a massive crack and yeah, we were super happy to come away with a second.
0: What's it like for you being a part of a, a relay team like that? I mean, you're still, you know, establishing yourself on the on the Australian team, on the senior team and obviously that sort of position in the 100 backstroke has been held probably by M for, for quite a long time. What it like for you, you know, being a part of the team and, and putting yourself in there?
1: Um, yeah, it was certainly different to what I was used to, um, but there was—I felt like there wasn't as much pressure. Like, even though, like, it, it was pretty. Much, I had to lead off, and um, uh, there's a lot of pressure <laughs> sometimes on the first swimmer. But mm. I didn't really feel that from the girls. They're all super nice, and they just like supported me and everything. They were, yeah, I love them.
0: Kate Campbell, especially, mate, has been around for a long time and has had a lot of experience at the top level. Did did the girls impart any wisdom onto you? Did they obviously you said they made you feel a lot more comfortable? Did they give you any uh, words of advice?
1: Um, I can't actually remember if they did or not. Yeah. But yeah, they were super supportive. Like, just if, even if they didn't say anything, like just the atmosphere and just like the whole team that's behind us and mm. supporting us. Yeah, I loved it.
0: Is that something you want to make sure you're trying to push for, you know, in years to come in terms of Olympics and world champs, con games, etc., cetera, being on those relay teams and being a part of it with the girls?
1: Yeah, I think relays are really important in Australian swimming especially. So I think, yeah, I definitely want to be a part of that again.
0: Hey, talk to me about your coach, David Lush. You know, what effect has he had on shaping your career so far? And what might we not know about David? Something maybe only you guys get to see on pool deck.
1: Oh, Lushy. I've been with him since I was <laughs> 11. Yeah. So, yeah, he's known me a very long time. He's watched me grow up. Um, and, yeah, he's been super supportive of, like, everything I want to do. Like, when I wanted to focus a bit more on school, he was really happy to facilitate that. And, yeah, um, something you probably don't see as much. Uh, there's quite a bit of banter that goes on. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that's pretty um, normal in Australia. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, our squad's – I love my squad and, yeah, it's
0: super fun. Mate, is that something you've really missed in terms of being away from the team? I know you're doing your Zoom training and all that sort of stuff, but being around your coach, being around your teammates and having that banter on pool deck and and during training, especially in the hard sessions where you, you know, probably need a bit of a pick-me-up and they're there to sort of push the buttons?
1: Yeah, training by yourself, uh, even if they are there. Um, it's just not the same. I'm
0: really looking forward to getting back into it, hopefully next week. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Mate, also last year, you were a part of season one of the International Swimming League with your team, the London Raw Now, before we get into your amazing world record in the 100 backstroke that I've touched on before, talk to me about the ISL experience. I mean, you had a stacked team, you know, superstars on yours Adam Peaty, Kyle Chalmers, Kate Campbell, Belmonte. That must have been amazing for you.
1: Um, yeah it was like everyone in the team was um really good and it wasn't even if they were like the tops in the world like the whole atmosphere of the team we just had a lot of fun and everyone was pretty much like family so yeah it was a really enjoyable experience being part of that
0: did you soak it in a little bit did you get to see uh, you know those guys training and competing and warming up and and just sort of especially you know as i said some of those top olympic you know gold medalists world record holders did you take away anything from how they prepare and and they get ready for their competitions?
1: Um, I think mainly just learn that everyone's different and you just have to w- work out what works for you and then do it. And, yeah, you can't be too focused on what other people do. Mm. You just do your own thing.
0: Very nice. Mate, all those stars as I mentioned before, but you're creating your own stardom on the big stage in front of all those names and and the world of swimming. You know, fast times, fastest times you've ever gone, including breaking the world record in the hundred backstroke. Did you have to pinch yourself? You know, when you looked up and you saw that fifty four eight nine, or was that something you sort of had in your sights and you knew if you executed everything right that you were a chance of that?
1: Um, yeah, obviously, I think everyone dreams of um make, breaking a world record. But, yeah, I it was real great, like, actually doing it. Um, and, yeah, when I looked up at the screen, I was a bit in shock. I think Lushy was also. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was an amazing experience. I loved it.
0: What was your, you know, you, I would mentioned before I got to watch in the 50 um, backstroke just on YouTube as well. Was it the 100 and the 50? Did you get to do any sort of other racing over there? And did you get to, you know, was there relays? Was it 200? What else did you do over there?
1: Um, yeah, I did all like the same races at each meet. I think I did 1,500, 200 back, and then I was part of the 4x1 medley relay as well as the 4x1 freestyle relay, which was a bit different, but uh, yeah, it was really fun. Something different.
0: Yeah. Mate, what do you get up to away from the pool? So obviously we're not in the pool at the moment, but when you are and you're in full swing and training, what, um, what do you get up to away from the pool to sort of take your mind off swimming?
1: Um, so I... Outside of the pool I do uni work. Like I study biomedical science at Bond. So I drive down to the coast every so often. Mm-hmm. Um, and just do a bit of that. And then other than that, I like to bake and I've just mm-hmm. got I've been baking a bit over isolation. And yeah, I walk my dog a bit as well.
0: I like to bake? What are, what are some of your signatures? What do you what do you like to do at the moment? What do you think you're best at?
1: Um I try to do something different every time, but I recently made croissants for Mother's Day. So. Oh,
0: very nice. <laughs> yeah. How did they go down? Well received?
1: Um, yeah, they were actually, they surprisingly turned out well.
0: <laughs> you surprised yourself. Yeah. <laughs> But you mentioned there with uni, um, and as I said, you know, when everything is in full swing, a lot of the swimmers out there are going to school or, you know, year 12, all that sort of stuff. How do you find the training, you know, uni balance, the training life balance? Was that something you've had to work on over your career?
1: Um, Yeah, I think, like, in school, I was a bit more focused on academic side of things, but when I... um, Graduated and then moved into university like bonds really supportive of when I need to take time off or when I um, am away and need to defer things So I don't put a lot of pressure on how well I do academically So I'm just trying to get through my degree pretty much. But yeah, I like having a distraction away from the pool
0: Now mate, I like to finish all our chats with some less serious questions uh, These are pretty rapid fire. So just whatever comes to your head just throw it yeah. out there. So yeah. uh, we start with what's your favorite music or artist?
1: Oh, I don't really have one. I listen to a bit, of, a bit of everything.
0: A bit of everything. So are you more like a, a radio type? So you just like to listen to the popular music on radio? Uh,
1: sometimes, but I yeah, whatever my friends recommend me pretty much.
0: <laughs> nice. What about your favourite book?
1: Uh, I don't read a lot.
0: Okay, that's fine. What about your favourite movie? I, don't,
1: I There's too many to choose from, I think. <laughs> Come on. Sorry. Give me Sorry.
0: What about <laughs> Sorry. Uh, your favourite TV show to binge watch? Oh.
1: Grey's Anatomy, for sure.
0: Oh, there you go. Did they end up finishing that? I know they had some issues because of COVID-19 and they were wrapping up, but did they get to finish? Do you know? Uh,
1: I think they're still going. I think there's two more seasons to come, come, apparently. Okay, fair enough.
0: What about, are you a gamer? Do you like even board games? Have you had much time during, um, you know, the isolation to get into games?
1: Um, I have been wanting to play Monopoly against my family for a while, but (laughs) they've all been pretty busy working (laughs) Yeah, haven't got around to doing that yet. It
0: might be for the best because I know any time the monopoly board comes out in our house, it ends up with a fight and someone storming off. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You yeah, might, it's, uh, yeah. It might be saving a good fight there now. What yeah. about you? Know, you're a swimmer, you obviously. Love your, your your meals and your feeds. What's your favourite meal?
1: I love sushi. Oh,
0: nice. What sort of just any sushi, or do you have a favourite?
1: Uh, a berry salmon from James Street.
0: Oh, very nice. Yeah. Now, mate, you've mentioned, you know, you've been around the world. What are some of your favorite countries that you've visited?
1: Um, I really like skiing in Canada and also Antarctica. Nice. Yeah.
0: Very nice. And Antarctica doesn't have polar bears, does it?
1: No. It no I've learned that today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, a little bit more swimming related. Um and this is, you know, tongue in cheek, obviously, not that you don't like people, but your biggest rival in the pool, is there someone that you look at and you go, well, I know if they next to me, this it's game on today?
1: Um, I think just every time I get into the pool I, um, to race, I just think about, I, yeah, everyone in the pool, I guess. Yeah. Can't really name a single person.
0: <laughs> no, that's okay. What about in terms of, uh, might have even been in Brisbane grammar team, the best singer or dancer? Um.
1: They're all not very good, to be honest.
0: <laughs> okay, that's probably a good answer rather than picking yeah. the best of the worst. Just none of them very good. Uh, what yeah. about the funniest teammate? Do you have a funniest teammate? Um, there's a. They're
1: all pretty funny. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Can't can't name a single one. No, that's. Okay. Sorry. All right, we'll yeah. go
0: the same as the best singer and dancer. We'll just. Won't yeah. Name any. What about um, best piece of advice that you've ever been given?
1: Um, I really like the. Uh, just to trust the process and just, yeah, have confidence in the work you've done. And Mm. then, yeah.
0: Very nice. I think it's one of my favourites as well, mate. So very nice and a great way to finish up. I think we'll wrap it up there, Mina. Thank you very much, mate. For agreeing to come on for a chat and appreciate you no taking you. the time out of your day to come on good luck over the next few months you know getting back in the pool and building your swimming fitness back up getting the feel for the water again ultimately you know going on to try and secure your spot for 2021 in in tokyo and hopefully mate we get you on for another chat somewhere down the track but yeah. till then thank you very much for coming on off the block swimming podcast cool thank you no worries today's episode of off the block swimming podcast is proudly brought to you by Pro Swim Workouts. Still, two more great interviews to come your way with open water champion Nick Sloman and on Friday, Australian swimming legend Daniel Kowalski. So, still two more great reasons to stay tuned to Off the Blocks this week. For those who missed it at the beginning of the podcast, we are giving our lucky listeners a chance to win an arena back to swimming pack, which includes backpack. Kickboard and Cobra Core Swipe Racing Goggles, all valued at $250. All you have to do is head to Instagram. Make sure you're following Off The Block Swimming Podcast and Arena Australia. Find the arena competition on our Off The Blocks Insta page and in the comments you need to tag a friend and tell us what has been your favourite episode of Off The Blocks since you started listening and you will be in the running to win the arena back to swimming pack which as I mentioned is valued at $250. So what are you waiting for? Jump on Instagram right now and get started. Until then though guys, stay safe, have a great day and it's bye for now. (laughs)
1: I'm <laughs>